0: Get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch.
1: Do you have big dreams or are you like I was and you struggle to dream big? What's holding you back? Or maybe you used to dream, but you gave up when you grew up and you discovered your dreams and your reality didn't match. Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I am here to help you live a life that's fearlessly free. So you can stop hiding, you can show up fully yourself, and you can fulfill your God-given purpose courageously. I'm excited because today is Podcast 200, and we are closing out this series 5 tips to live your divine life with some amazing special guests of mine, because we're going to be talking about dreaming, dreaming big and dreaming again. So today's going to be for you. If you are ready to learn how to dream, or if you're ready to learn how to dream again, I'm also going to be talking to you. And if it's time for you to go to the next level in your dreaming and dream big, we are totally talking to you you are in the right place so it's podcast 200 and i'm I'm gonna say i started this back in september of 2022 and i actually it was a dream of mine to do a podcast for like years and i created a a five-day-a-week podcast and now we're on episode 200 200 and that really actually blows my mind that i have done that many podcasts so But what I want to do today, because it's special, this is a big deal for me, I am going to be celebrating with my accountability partners and my podcast cohort, Kat Shudel and Becky Mitchell, because together we do the podcast, Your Fearless Journey with Becky, Kat, and Heather. And that is, if you have not listened to it yet, you need to go check it out because as you will find out, as we get talking, we have fun together. And so- um, we learn and we grow from each other and get to serve you at the same time. So we would love for you to come check that out. So these two ladies are fun and spontaneous, and they know how to dream. They are sevens on the Enneagram, which if you're not familiar with that, their title is is uh, Enthusiastic Visionary, and that is what they embody. Um, so who better to have on to learn how to dream than my enthusiastic visionary friends. Uh, because they know how to dream like no other. So uh, before we get going, ladies, say welcome to live fearlessly free. This is my first time. Good to have you on my podcast. So welcome. So excited i know i'm so excited yeah, I'm becky's so excited. actually uh we're oh good you're here so Be- becky popped out for a moment yeah. sometimes she is our cow farmer all right so yeah in in the wilderness yeah. of missouri here the internet is not blessed <laughs> <laughs> We should have prayed yes. for the internet before we started, <laughs> Becky. <laughs> yes, right. Oh, my gosh. All right. Oh my gosh, so yeah. b- before we before we dive into dreaming, uh, Becky, why don't we start with you since you're here and you're with us? Uh, what I would love for you to... Oh, nope. We lost her. All right. she's going to be in and out. So don't worry about it. She'll be back. Kat, we'll start with you. <laughs> would you share with us? for a moment what you do and who you serve
0: absolutely yeah i am a mentor and i'm the founder and uh creator of live wildly inspired i it's a i come alongside women that have kind of awakened to themselves and I just help open their eyes to the strengths and the really cool, like different facets within them that Correct. give them, like make them who they are. And so when they start stepping into these new facets that they discover, they can start living their life wildly inspired. And that is absolutely my favorite thing to do I'm a uh, top leader top less than one percent leader in uh, my network marketing business as well and which is um,
1: come on you gotta share with us because <laughs> color
0: street color, color street, street is is the these
1: amazing the, nail strips that I adore because now my yes. nails are never screwed up
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> I yes do, no I usually shit, always sir.
1: smudged my nails and
0: <laughs> oh yes oh yes and uh, it's the newest and hottest, most innovative, like beauty brand out there right now. And I'm a mom of three, a bonus mom of two, a dog mom, a nana, uh-huh. two beautiful little girls, Emery and Cece, a, an uh radio. Um, host with my husband. on I love show. that
1: part. That one's <laughs> so fun. And what's the radio station again, Kat?
0: It's 106.9. So we call it Y107. It's in mid-Missouri, uh, where yeah. Z107 picks up in St. Louis, um, where it cuts off. Y107 picks up.
1: Got it. Got it. But that, people can listen online too.
0: They can. They can listen on they our can. app, the Y107 app or online, 107.com. Yeah. I love it.
1: I love it. That's Definitely. so beautiful. Becky! Becky. I'm, I'm going to try to new I'm so glad you're, glad you're with us. Girl, I know. <laughs> yeah. You do it. You do it. All right. Oh so share for a moment, if you would, like, what? Uh, what do you do, my friend? And who do you serve?
2: So in addition to being a cow farmer out here where there's crappy internet (laughs) (laughs) I help people shut up the voices of shame fear and limits that hold them back and um that just keep them from being who God created them to be so um I'm an author a speaker a mom and yeah and a, a home
1: <laughs> and a homeschool mom, like you homeschool yeah. kiddos. So like, yeah, shout out to you. I'm on spring yeah. break now. So if y'all hear children that that that's, that's the dangers of doing a podcast during spring break.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. I had I to come it. into the dining room. So I'm at the table. Cause so Grant oh, was watching go. something and it was like, I need you to Here. turn that off for a minute. <laughs> There you go.
1: It's all good. I had to do the same thing. Get in your room. Come on.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Cause my office is out in the open. So, and usually I do this in the closet because the sound is good because you've got all, (laughs) you know, literally you have the clothes, like that block the, um, you know, so you don't get the echo sound going on in there. So yeah. All right, ladies, are you ready to do some dreaming? Yes, ma'am. Yes, yeah. <laughs> All right. What I what I was thinking, I would really love to start because I think most of us, um, we were either dreamers, but there's many of us, I think, too, that forgot to dream. And so I just want to go back to kind of our childhood and just talk a little bit. Like, did you always dream big as a child? Was that just like a natural thing for you? or Was that something you learned? Um, what did dreaming look like for you? Uh, Kat, why don't we start with you?
0: Yeah, I think I was, I think I was a big dreamer when I was little because I was always creating things like whether it was a fort in the woods or, you know, I would just like stack up sticks and rocks and all kinds of stuff and make a fort. Or I was very creative with crafts and things like that. I loved art class in school Mm. and I would just create whatever I had in my head, which who knew what that would be at any given moment. And (laughs) And so it was, it was, I think a a little bit off the wall, you know, because I just, I think my mom allowed me to just be me and, and, you know, she'd go along with whatever I had conjuring Mm. up in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. I think so.
1: That's a really good uh, point that too, that you bring up. Okay. Your mom was for your dreaming. Cause Mm -hmm. I think some of us, could have had parents that weren't for their dreamy like no you can't that's crazy talk what are you doing you gotta fit that, within the box and that was my you know, dad So that's <laughs> that was your dad all right so you had one of each
0: yes
2: <laughs> oh becky how about you how how was dreaming say, for you yeah i i would say my parents leaned towards more of the not doing that not not in, intentionally but it was like oh my like okay so grant uh, my youngest he has full-on conversations with himself all day long and he is constantly busy and it would be easy to be like oh my gosh would you just stop and don't get me wrong (laughs) like I've had some feelings of like this is oh he is way out there today (laughs) Um, so I would imagine I was probably very similar to that and that can really weigh on a parent. So I would say a lot of that come from like, calm down, calm down. So, um, but as far as dreaming, yeah.
1: Yeah. What kind of stuff do you dream about as a kid? So I would,
2: yeah, I, I would like almost say ditto to everything Kat was saying, because I would just do so many random Things I loved like building uh, secret tunnels through this little woods that had the creek in it. And it was a whole story with it. Or um, I would go up like on the hay bales and do a concert and record myself. (laughs) And um, just like one time in art class, like I loved art too. It's so funny. Yeah, I could just say ditto to everything she said. And uh, one time I had an idea of I was going to enter an art uh competition and I oh you muted okay art competition and I wanted to put my face on ice in ice so I made these little blocks and I had my class like I looking back I'm like woo wee that was a lot of trust but I had them put a trash (laughs) bag on my face and class oh my gosh yeah. I was breathing to, through two straws and <laughs> and then I painted it blue and made it look all icy and everything. And I, oh did, my gosh. I, went, I did win, I don't know, second or third place for that in 3D art. That so. is
1: amazing.
2: Oh my <laughs> gosh.
1: I love that. Oh my gosh. You know, it's funny. So I I realized I, w- I was thinking about when I was a kid and, and trying to think, okay, was I a dreamer? Because there was a point where I, I just struggled dreaming, but I, but I realized it was after my dream ended. So when I was a kid, I was horse crazy. I loved animals. That was my thing. And I was always like, we would drive in the car and I would stare out the window and I would picture myself riding a horse along the, along the road. Like we were in Northern California at the time. So we had a lot of, um, hill country basically. And, you know, I would just picture myself riding horses and I, I, um, I used to look in the newspaper uh, back when they, you know, like the classified in the newspaper, like I'd pull that out every time the Saturday one was always the best one. No, it was the Sunday edition was always the biggest one. And I would circle. I was like, oh, this horse is only X amount of dollars. I could totally do this if I could talk my mom into it. Right. <laughs> and I used to write, I used to um, type a letter on a, hang on, a typewriter uh, to horse breeders. And, and I would, I would ask them for, so they would send me information on, you know, these horses and So that was like, that's how it started. And I ended up actually calling me and a friend. We're like, called a stable. We're like, oh, we'll get a job. We're like 11. We'll get a job at a stable and then we can get some free lessons, right? So somehow, I don't know how this worked out. I was the one that called and I'm like the scaredy cat of them all. So I don't even know, like this is one of those, wow, Heather really went out of her box on this one. And I call and the lady was so nice. And she's like, well, why don't you bring your mom out to the stable and we'll talk? And so we did. <laughs> so me That's and awesome. my mom go out and she's like, hey, if you, you know, like um, go to this camp it was like a little week-long camp for kids. And I was the oldest kid in it, by the way. All the other ones were like seven and eight. And I'm this 11-year-old, you know. <laughs> and then and then you could start doing lessons and, and start working after that. So that's how it all started. And uh, my other friend, by the way, never did anything with horses. <laughs> I called. <laughs> I did the thing. I went to the stable. She never did. Like, I don't know. So, um, but when I, um, so I, I went to the stable and I wanted to go to the Olympics was my dream. That was my dream. Like, I was like, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to go to the
0: Olympics. I'm gonna ride a ride horse. Oh,
2: that's awesome. And then and that's moved. what's,
0: that's what's so oh, crazy to me. because That's what's so crazy to me. Cause at the beginning of this, you said, you've always had a hard time dreaming and that's yeah. a big lofty dream.
1: It was, it was. And it's funny because see what happened was then we moved. I was 14 and we moved from California to Oklahoma. And the dream ended. And from that, mm. that's the moment though, that I was like, I don't know what to dream anymore. Mm. And I, I literally, um, I stopped dreaming
0: mm.
1: and, and I, I went, I got to the point where I ended up just like dreaming. Oh, well, I'll just be a wife and a mom. Cause I think that's all I can do. And that went on, you know, and then that was a bigger story there, but um yeah isn't that weird though so when i looked back before i really remembered that i i always thought oh i don't dream but i did i just stopped
0: yeah
2: like you so know, many people probably a lot of yeah. people stop yeah
1: yeah, yeah. you yeah. grow up and your dreams and reality don't match yeah right.
0: right yeah and then other people's realities you know, they project those on us, and yeah. then they're, they're like, "You can't do that." You know, based on their faith and knowledge and yeah. and experiences, you know. And so then yeah. you just are like, "Oh, well, I can't do that then." And so yeah. there's a lot of things that I think just crush our dreams because we believe what we hear and mm-hmm. uh, that you just stop going after it. Totally. Yeah.
1: I totally agree with that. Do you guys feel like there was a point in your life that that happened that you'd like to share?
0: Oh, yeah. I think when I don't know exactly how old I was because my parents put me in school a year early uh, Mm because I was advanced. And then we moved to Saudi Arabia for three years and I fell behind. So when we came back, I had to do the third grade again. So um, when we came back, I was like this loud, outgoing kid jumping in and out of my seat all the time. I got in trouble all the time. I had to go to the principal's office all the time. (laughs) Got chased around his desk with his paddle thing, all that kind of stuff.
1: (gasps) Back in the day.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah out of control and so what
1: happened living wildly
0: inspired sorry yeah yeah (laughs) that's yes that's the picture I need to put in my head for sure yeah yeah Um, so
2: so the
0: teacher I was like I would do whatever it took to make people like me in class make the teachers like me all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff so anytime you know a teacher would ask a question I'd be like like, oh, 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 me, 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 you know, before they even finished the question. And so, yeah, the teacher asked, uh, does anybody know how to count in twos? And so I'm like, oh, 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 me, me, I can do it. I can do it. And so she's like, all right, Catherine, go ahead. And so I stand up and I'm like, two, four, six, eight. And then I start mouthing the odd numbers and speaking out the even ones. And so mm. I was going slow. There was like a hesitation yeah, in between. Yeah. And she goes, yeah. Goes, okay, okay, all right, just stop. Can anybody do it right? Can you do it faster oh, without yikes. without thinking about it? you know, and at that time, I just kind of like slumped down into my chair and I think that was the time when I really felt like something's wrong with me. Mm. And so I think that um from then on, whatever dreams I had, whatever big ideas I had and everything, they I would never entertain them. They would come and okay. then I'd just be like, Oh, you can't do that. You know, you're you just dismiss him. Something's wrong with you. You're not you're not right. ever gonna be able to do that. Yeah. So mm. I think all the way back to third grade. Wow. Wow.
1: Mm. Becky, did you have anything like that? That was like a moment that kind of like, you know, dumped the water on your fire.
2: Yeah. So I'm gonna go back to I'm I'm gonna say no, I never stopped dreaming oddly enough because, but yeah. um, going back to kind of how you were talking about you, it was hard for you. Okay. So I didn't realize I was dreaming for a long time. So I would do these things or come up with these things and ideas and stuff, but it wasn't like I was intentional. Like I wasn't being intentional about it. I was just being me. And um I just remember like, so my parents were divorce so I went back and forth and I had a lot of different things within that that a lot of people do that you know I had to deal with and um just a lot of hard inner trauma probably from things that didn't come out so I remember watching a Disney movie when I was like 17 with my little sister and I just thought and, and I didn't realize at the time, which I've shared this with you guys before, but I didn't realize at that time that I was literally dreaming of what God had actually put in me to do. But I was sitting there thinking, I want to be an animator and work for Disney so that I can help kids have moments where they can just sit and laugh and, and like they don't have to worry about anything going on in their world. But, um, and I just remember thinking like, I just want to, I want to do something that touches thousands of people. Um, and that was like just really random. I didn't even think about it until many years later, but it was probably, I don't know. I, I was, it was after I was married, probably when. I began to realize, okay, these are actually dreams that I had, like or pieces of them. So yeah, um, but even through the hard things, like you know, like struggles in our marriage and just all kinds of difficulties, I don't think I ever stopped dreaming, and I don't know why that is because I've went through some depression, I've went through like Mm -hmm. just different things, but it's almost like God just has put something right back in there and right back in there and i think it's helped me to keep going honestly yeah
1: yeah so. i could you know it's funny because i was going to ask you guys like what what do you do to keep going when you don't see dreams coming true like because i know we've all hit you know we have we have big dreams now especially you know, even i have a big dream now again but what do you do to keep going? Even though it's still, you know, it's off in the distance and we're not there yet.
0: Hmm. For me, go ahead, Becky. I'm going to think on this for a second.
2: (laughs) I was going to say for me, one of the most important things ever, ever, ever is to surround yourself with people that push you towards your dreams and help you, Mm. um, That cheer for you, that, you know, like, um, I think, but I go ahead and cheer for you. Like that person, you want those people in your life. And rip, hey, do me a favor, repeat that that last line
1: for me, because it, 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 um, the internet kind of crapped out on you slightly. So, (laughs) because you were talking about, I don't
2: know. (laughs) I (laughs) don't.
1: It was so good.
2: Well, maybe somebody caught it. I just said, surround yourself with people like who inspire you and push you. And, and oh, that maybe this was it. But like, I may think, oh my, or not understand what you want to do, but I'm still going to go ahead and encourage you and cheer you on because that's important. Like that's the person that you need to have around you. And for me, like that, That definitely is you guys. And that's one of the greatest things you can do because people don't, they don't mean to hold you back. A lot of times it's that they're scared or that's maybe Mm, too big for them or they don't understand. And, uh, it doesn't mean it's bad. It just means you got to find some other people to help you stay focused, stay encouraged because, oh my gosh. It's super, super hard. If you don't have those people, you'll like drop it and drop it and drop it and doubt it and doubt yeah. it. And it's like, yeah. yeah. I think, and I I have think done too, that it's,
1: it's interesting that you, you know, you mentioned like a lot of times people do that because they're afraid. I think a lot of people project their fears on other people because they yeah. think they can't do it because they think they're not enough. Yes. Because, you know, they're afraid. They assume they, they see that and they put that on you like yeah. oh well you can't do it you, you know but yeah. in reality it's they think they can't
0: so. right yeah. yeah how about you can you repeat the question for me again
1: <laughs> what keeps me going free.
0: <laughs> With- <laughs> yeah
1: what keeps you going when like you're like I got this dream but you know it ain't yeah, happening to- yet
0: <laughs> right right to piggyback off of um what Becky was saying, having the people in your lives, like, um, y'all to me and, um, which is accountability. So we hold each other accountable to keep going. And then also always looking for someone who is like two steps ahead of you, who is where you want to be in a year, five years, 10 years, whatever. And just going to them. The biggest thing I tell my team with color street is I'm like, man, You got to get up and go get what you need and what you want, because if you don't, it's not going to be dropped in your lap. And the majority of the world is going to discourage you from doing things that they fear, you know, like you, it's exactly what you were saying, Heather, they're, they will project their fears onto us and they don't mean it, you know, mean harm or anything like that. They don't mean to hold us back. They have no idea that they're holding us back, but yeah, they think they're
1: helping us out. (laughs)
0: Yes. yes, I'm just yes. trying to
1: keep you safe. I don't want you sure. disappointed.
0: Right, yeah. right. Yeah, uh, you need to do it safe, and so um, it's it's really important to keep going with the things that you have inside of you because everything that you you are and everything that you do have inside of you was put there by God, and so if it aligns with His will for your life and and. Um, you have peace with whatever your dreams are and things like that, then go after them. You have to go get them. So study, whatever, learn, whatever, ask, whatever, ask questions all the time, become a very curious person, you know, and um, just get to know how people live, I guess. Like like their experiences and what they've done, you know, and things like that. And that'll kind of help you learn from their experience, how you can get to a similar place, yeah. uh, just, you know, in your own way. And the I definitely thing, agree with that. That's good. Yeah. The biggest yeah. thing is um, it's not going to come to you. You you have to go get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and I think that was always my biggest challenge um, was I realized most of my life i was sitting and waiting for the world to come to me for my dreams to drop in my lap as someone yep. to fi- magically find me i would be you know you know is like the the star that's found you know <laughs> oh it's amazing and then bring her into the spotlight <laughs> I was <laughs>
2: Exactly, man. Yeah. I'm like, and hey, here's hey, me run. and Kat, running, 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 trying what? to catch it, trying to catch it. And yeah, <laughs> my gosh, yeah. And the yeah. dream's way back yeah. there,
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> right? So, we got to be in the middle somewhere. This is why
2: we're this is why yes. God put us together. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. yeah. exactly. Oh, it's so true what what would you ladies say to somebody that's sitting here listening and like they're like okay you know i'm kind of like heather i had a dream i don't have a dream anymore i don't like where do i start what do i do i don't even i don't even
2: know i think so gosh i think both of us like what kat just said and mine You could start with some resources and you could start with find somebody that maybe, and if you don't have that person, get online, like get online and find where someone has done something that was scary or a group, you know, just look around. You can find someone, but find some person in person would be better that maybe would sit down with you and just. Mm-hmm. dream together or talk to your sister or someone you know someone who maybe has never thought about it but when you open that conversation it piques their interest and they're like oh i think i want to do this um i would maybe try to start with that and if you can't That's find good. that then um just look around look around different places groups um find find a group that is doing something bigger than themselves and join it that's good. I love that.
1: They could have like their own dream parties.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Dream mastermind. I love
1: that. Woo woo. <laughs> how about you? What uh where would you tell someone to start if they've they used to have a dream, they don't anymore, they don't they not like how how do they get the spark back? What do they do?
0: Yeah, I I I say the first thing you do is just wipe the slate clean and then of what you've been told of your fears, like figure out what your core fear is, you know, and, and yeah. then, um, uh, which we talk about, um, in our, our, the three of ours, uh, podcast, you talk about it yeah. all the time. And here's yeah. Heather. yeah. So, um, you know, there, the, you, the listener, you're in the right place. Cause Heather's going to get you to this place. So if you, start looking into who you really are, how God's made you, the things that he's put into you as far as strengths, gifts, talents, and that kind of stuff. And then you are able to ask yourself, you know, like the five levels of why we talk about, um, Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I have, I've I've talked
1: to it about this on this podcast as well. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So through that, yeah.
0: Yeah. You ask yourselves the five levels of why, and then you find out what your core fear is. And once you found out what that core fear is, then you know how to fight against it. So it's kind of being proactive instead of reactive, uh, reactive. We just shut down and we say, Oh, we can't do it. You know, when fear, when fear rises up, um, when we are being proactive, we already have a plan set in place where, we may feel that fear come up and then we've got strategies that we're going to do to say okay what do i know about this fear i know that you know nothing is going to be able to hold me back because of my faith because god's on my side because you know um this is what i'm called to do and i've got the right people in the right spots to keep me going um so i think the to start the the best thing to do is wipe the slate clean Find out who you are, who God has created you to be, like literally whatever you can find out about yourself that he has put inside of you. That's what your tools are to be able to get to wherever you want to go. And remember, and like write this down and put it up somewhere or put it on your phone screen or whatever. You can dream the most ridiculous, outlandish dream, and God still has more for you than that, like he mm. will blow your mind. You can you can make up something as ridiculous as I want to build a hair salon on Jupiter, and I don't know why I always use that ex- that <laughs> example, <laughs> but it's hilarious. It's totally outlandish, right? Hey
1: man, so I don't know. Elon yeah. Musk <laughs> put you know a car <laughs> in right? space, so why not? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: So you could want to build a hair salon on Jupiter and then, you know, like within a split second, you're like, oh my gosh, that's never going to happen. But there's some reason that you thought of that. You know, there's something inside of you that you even thought of that. And then God, when you start working towards that, that dream, God has exponentially more for you to where you'll surpass what you dreamed. And and go beyond, which is is just mind blowing. Oh, I love
1: that. That's so good.
0: I love that too. That's good.
1: Well, ladies, before we close out, what I would love is if could you give like what do you feel like is the most important tip that you just want to leave with my friends? So like, either they can dream big or they can dream again. Like just like just a little nugget of, you know, if I could only tell you one thing, this is what I would tell you
2: don't stop. Never stop. Never stop anything in life. If something that keeps pushing and driving at you, don't stop. And then if people are trying to hold you back, find new people, just keep going, keep going, Mm -hmm. keep going, keep going. going.
1: That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Never give up, never surrender.
0: Yes. Never wave the right, the white flag. No. (laughs) my my advice would be don't get attached to the outcome things Mm -hmm. happen in our lives that that discourage us immediately when we start to dream we stop immediately because so and so says oh you can't do that or oh that's not safe or that's not realistic or you don't have the resources or the brain power or, or whatever whatever it is if we have an outcome pictured in our head and we don't meet that outcome, then we're going to get discouraged. But what we have to understand is if we say, okay, this is where I want to get, this is my dream, but I'm going to focus right now on the one step in front of me, the next right decision that I need to make right in front of me to even get to, you know, start moving on my way to that dream. I know what I'm going towards, but I'm going to focus on this right here in front of me. And when I do that, you know, maybe it's, it's more focusing on that than it is the outcome, because Mm -hmm. if we just If we are, you know, we revamp things in our lives every single day. So why would we not revamp our dream? And when you're doing the one step and you've got your, you know, your, your picture of your dream out in, in la la land, you know, in dreamland, and then you're doing the first step that you need to do to get there. And all of a sudden that doesn't work quite how you wanted it to we revamp that, then that automatically takes you off course of where your dream is. So we have to also revamp the dream. It's not always going to look exactly the way that we make it. And so, or we think yes, it will, so, you know, and so yeah, yeah. So always adjust your dream alongside the way your life is going and don't yeah. get focused on that dream. Like just an, a quick example, right now, my husband and I are ho- house hunting, you know, to buy our first home together. And it's it's mind boggling and grueling, and I don't even know the words to use. And I get so excited about some of these houses, yeah. but I say, You know, God, I want this, I want this, I want this, you know, da 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 da. But if, but I don't want any opportunity to open up that isn't your will for us. I know you've got a house that you're getting ready for us, right. that you are, um, you know, you have prepared for us already. So if it's not that home, then we don't want it. And we're willing to take whatever it is that you have for us, you Mm -hmm. know, beneath our means, whatever. And so when I, we just got, um, lost the offers on two homes, you know, just in the past few days. Yeah. You put two bids
1: in and yeah, we put two bids in
0: and, and we did not win. So, um, I was like, dang it, you know, and, and it's really, it feels really good to be like, dog, you know, dang it. I really loved that one because it had this and yeah. this and this, you know, Um, and then, but not be devastated because I wasn't good. attached to this is the house. This is what it I'm going to get. To it be is this this or, is you know? the one God has for yeah. me. And yes, by hell this or high good.
1: water, we're getting it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I can't wait to see what we get though. Even though we want to live beneath our means, God is, uh, we believe God's going to bless it because we've seen him do it before, you know, and right. he's going to bless it beyond anything that we could imagine because we're not putting him in a box. Mm, Yes. So if you don't get attached to the outcome, you're not putting God in the box.
1: I love that. I love that. I have to share a story with you, Kat, uh, on that because just yesterday um, someone had shared, and I'm not going to share the the details as far as, because it's not, you know, my story, but, uh, but enough of it that I really feel like it would be Um, an encouragement as well to what you're saying that goes right along with it is that this person was going to move from um you know one city to a different to be closer to family and when they were praying they felt like i need to wait six months and it's like it didn't make any sense it wasn't like a real reason to you know and uh actually, I don't even know if they got the six months, but anyways, but it ended up being a six month wait. Uh, and then it was like, okay, then it, they felt like, oh, God was like, all right, now go ahead and, and go. And when they did this, they had very specific things that, that um they wanted for the house, right? Like, you know, and, and under this certain budget, that was like, Mm, I don't know if you can get those things in that budget. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like they didn't match. Yeah, that's no how we it. are like, too. Like how in the world could you know? I don't know, <laughs> but God did.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So because of the weight this opportunity opened up, and it was exactly what they wanted, exactly in the budget that they wanted. Like and and had they gone early, they would have missed it.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: because that it wasn't available at that point. So, you know, it's like, even though I know, like, just like you were you're not attached to the outcome, but also it's that, that whatever it is, is like God's aligning those things Mm -hmm. right now, getting it ready. So that boom, at just the right moment, you know, that. And it's hard to wait. Yeah. It is so hard to wait. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Especially when you're a seven. Yes. (laughs) And as as you feel displaced, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Cause but, you're in the middle of. Yeah. Between
0: and, and I can, I can handle it because I'm not like attached to, I have to have a house right now. Da, 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 yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just yeah. leaving it open. Which and is beautiful. That, otherwise you're going to settle yes.
1: for something that's yeah. below what God has for you. Yeah. You yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I wish I could go back that and get that lesson that one too.
2: <laughs> get that yeah. one, you,
1: say it again, Becky.
2: I wish I could go back and get that lesson 20 years ago. Cause I just ran after, ran after, ran after, pushed things and didn't <laughs> understand that process. So,
1: yeah, but I love God redeems our times though. You know, yes, yes. And there's a scripture that talks about, um, you know, giving us back what the locust has stolen. That's a paraphrase. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's um, good. You know, redeeming what the locusts have, have eaten. And yeah, and uh, I think God really does that for us. Those lost years that, you know, we wish we would have dreamed or we pushed too much or, you know, we made certain mistakes. God, God brings that back to us and he gives us, I think he gives us a new dream. You know, I think for each of us, I think we've gotten a new dream over the years and that we're pursuing now. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I know you listening, you're going to be able to do the same. So ladies, thank you so much. Before we go though, I would love for you to let, uh, my friends know where can they find you on the interwebs? Becky?
2: You can find us you can find us everywhere no. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go to grow dot com you'll find my website or you can look me up on Facebook or any of the social media platforms but it's Becky mitchell no t one l so M-I-C-H-E-L. H-E-L. yeah <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, cuz you want to say Michael, but it's not. It's Mitchell with a pickle. Right. That's I, I when I first met you, that was how, how it was the it. thing I had to say to remember. <laughs> it doesn't even rhyme, but it works for Heather's head. That's the way it was yes. so you know, you
0: know. It's okay. That's now you you know how a seven feels. It works in here in this head. <laughs> But other people just don't get it. Other alive. people are like, "What?" That's okay. I don't know. It's right. probably
1: why we work well together because yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> our brains actually kind of work similar. So yes. yeah. yeah, we are yes. the ADHD trio. So yeah, that yes. going for us. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> very entertaining. Cat, <laughs> yes. cat, right. where can people find you? Yeah, you can get a hold of me. Um, you can email me at cat k a t s is in Sam for shootle. um so cat s at livewildlyinspired.com um or you can go to livewildlyinspired.com and uh click on the link to set up a call with me and i love to chat with new people
1: love it yay you guys are amazing i appreciate you so much um i do want to say if you if you listening have enjoyed today uh, please check out your fearless journey podcast with Becky Cat and Heather because this is what we do. <laughs> we <laughs> yes, have a habit and we talk and we have fun, but we always have a point and help help you live wildly inspired so that you can and do it courageously. So you can find us on almost all the podcast platforms. So whatever you know platform you're listening to on now, you can find your fearless journey on it as well. So. Would love to have you on that. Some of uh, the Apple podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, all the good stuff. So would love for you to join us. All right, my friends. I just want to say thank you a bunch for listening. And, and listen, you have got this and Father's got you. So until next time, live fearlessly free.